Welcome to the Transformation Church Weekly Follow-Up Podcast. Our goal is to help create context and drive conversation to learn more of what God has for us. Now, let's join our team as we get to follow up, break down, and gain deeper insight into this week's message. Hey guys, welcome back to the Transformation Church Weekly Follow-Up Podcast. I'm Justin Oswald, the Executive Pastor of TC. Back with me again today is Brad Livingston. What's up, guys? Good to be back. Another week, another sermon, another follow-up podcast. And um, we got a couple of guests uh, on here with us. And uh, we're going to jump into all the good stuff. Uh, one of our regular, semi-regulars, it's been... It's been, been a, a minute. It's been a couple months since you've been on here with us. Well, yeah. Have you memorized your Instagram handle yet? Nope. nope. All right. <laughs> well, you made me change it. Well, you didn't make me. I, I chose to change it. A little more. So, uh, Eli Fitch is on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, so, he's finding his Instagram ins- information for us right now. And also, for the first time on the podcast, is Miss Charity. Hi. You need to get that noise. Yeah, I don't, I think I. Nope. Yes. I mean, yeah, that'll work. Ooh, round of applause. So. Nope, don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> one of them goes on forever. Oh, yeah. There's one. Like, yeah, it never just ending applause. keeps going. Yeah. I have my Instagram handle oh. memorized. What, oh, is, what is that? At charity, that's C-H-A-R-I-T-E. Don't forget the E, Y, A-L-E-X-I-S. Charity Alexis. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> that's never not funny unless it's at me yeah, yeah right. so uh anyways oh, eli what's your, what's eli your underscore fitch 15 eli underscore fitch with an f you wanna, what's the 15 for is that your graduation when's my birthday we don't know um uh, you should know oh yeah they're dating by the way oh yeah 15 one it is may 15th may 15th 515 we should we should say that that charity and eli are dating Yes. So that's uh, interestingly enough, uh, we brought a couple onto the podcast today. Couple uh, of dorks. <laughs> Accurate. I haven't heard the word dork in a while. Yeah. I call her a dork all the time. Oh, really? Very yeah. true. Well, about the not hearing it often, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So good. Yeah, we are in the relationship series. Yeah. Which is exciting. Yeah, so it's been it's been pretty good. We're getting a lot of feedback from it, and uh, you know, it was cool. We got to jump back into um, you know, but last week we had Pastor Scott, which killed it as usual. So great. Um, and then this week we got to jump back in and and keep moving, um, which was great, man. It was it was a great podcast, or not great podcast, great sermon. Um, <laughs> if you've listened to the podcast, and maybe it was a great podcast, um, and it then- was. I listened to it twice in a row. <laughs> Like, I listen to it, all of my podcasts, on one and a half speed. So, like, right. whenever they're talking, they're like talking really, really fast. Yeah. I slowed that bad boy down and watched it again or listened to it <laughs> the again. The nice thing about one and a half speed is when you get used to it, it's not fast. Yeah. Right. It actually, it's totally. normal speed is actually. Have you ever tried to do two times speed? Yeah. I try yeah. to get used to it. There's Man. some of those that I can do. Craig or Shell, I could do two times speed because he speaks so slow, you know. He always sounds like he has a cotton ball in his mouth. Yeah. I just can't listen to He's him. He's on the verge of coughing at all times. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Y'all leave Craig alone. Yeah. I love him. He's great. Leadership gangster. He's so my, great. That's my boy. Godfather of leadership over there. That's my, so That's my homie. So anyways. You guys uh, are close? We are. Yeah. <laughs> he was talking to him yesterday. Yep. In his mind. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That makes so. sense. He talked back. That's well, that's my dad's weird. a psychiatrist, so um, I'll give you his number <laughs> yeah, after this we'll is over. Psychiatry is a quack. 
So, uh, <laughs> just kidding. Okay. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Not psychiatry. Psychology. Now, that's a quack. Yeah. I'm just well, kidding. No, don't have anything. Don't. don't uh, <laughs> oh, so you can God. send your emails uh, to Eli HR Fitch. department at transformationchurch.com. HR department at who gives a crap. Dot com. <laughs> Stop <laughs> right now. My new favorite sweater is from the happygivers.com.org.something. And they're an awesome brand for, um, for like, you know, wear. What is it called? Clothing. Clothing <laughs> there for we wear. go. What's the brand again? The Happy Givers, Don't I think. Like that. And anyway, they're a Christian organization and they um, a lot of their proceeds go to charities. Not my charity, but anyway, one of my favorite sweaters is it says it's okay to have Jesus and a therapist too. Oh. And I love it. So Yeah, no doubt. No anyway, doubt. that's my rebuttal. Sweet. Well uh, good job. Yeah. Uh, so this Sunday, this past Sunday, we talked about the, this idea of we can't stop the feeling. Uh, got to use some Justin Timberlake instrumental um, for our announcements and, and all that jazz. But uh, Should have used I Can't Fight This Feeling Anymore from the 80s. That would have been better. No, no it wouldn't. definitely wouldn't. No, have. Over Do Justin wanna, Timberlake. Uh, yeah, how does that go, by the way? Can you take uh, us there, well, Justin? I can. <laughs> well, I won't. Please do. Thank you. Thank you uh, for, uh, we got to keep our rating up on our podcast. So Justin singing is not. Uh, Justin did cards. sing one time on stage at a church. Oh, the, you want to tell us about that? The I don't. Dream team I sh- no, I showed charity on Sunday. Oh, actually. There's a video of I, it? Yes. Yeah, I have it. Oh. Is that the time when I missed a cue? They just like handed you the. They were like seeing Justin. You were like, yeah, pretty much. I, I missed a cue. I thought I was. I thought they were giving me the cue to come up the transition. So I walked up on stage, and they weren't done. So I like looked at the worship leader, and she was just like, "Was this so, at your previous church?" So I joined in. Oh, I joined boy. in on the fun. Oh yeah, it was definitely at the previous church. Yeah, at our oh. church, Kyle would have said, "No." <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, Justin's I, lips would have been moving, but what? No sound coming out. That not nary a sound. And then I felt bad because it turned. It was it was hilarious, and the whole church is busting out laughing. So from kinda, a serious worship, kind of took away from the serious worship. worship so should have just I transitioned. You know, I did. Just, yeah, I just went, with it. it was just kind of like. Yeah. Well, he was telling me that to make me feel better because I I dropped the mic oh, yeah. literally this week. <laughs> yeah. A lot of things popped off, but that was like, one of we've them. We've all messed up. Like, I, I yeah. looked straight at Kyle. I just saw his head. Mm-mm. He just Shame. shook his head now. Yeah. <laughs> it's only a two thousand dollar mic. No big deal. No big deal. NBD. So, uh, God dog. NBD. Uh, but nonetheless, yeah. So it, it was a it was a good week. Sushi, sex, and subtitles, part five. I don't remember what part. Five. Was. Five. five. I think it's on part five. So um, I think we're rolling this one eight weeks, eight or nine weeks, something like that. that so about right. Yeah. So it's it's a uh, it's good. We're we're moving along, but. So, yeah, we talked about this idea that we can't stop this feeling and, and, uh, man, that essentially the, the kind of what we were honing in on is this idea that, uh, all of us have something that we deal with. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, and in, in this idea that we can't stop the feeling and we've got these things that we deal with, there's this war inside of us between who we are, who we used to be and who God's trying to make us constant state of tension between again who we used to be and who god's making us so so as second corinthians five seventeen is making his move in our life right that uh that the old things have gone all things have become new right so um 
as we're doing that, I think so many churches and so many, you know, religious believers and, uh, you know, people that fall into that category, they come to this conclusion that if you still struggle with sin, then you never got saved. False. (laughs) Wrong again. (laughs) And, uh, and what we were kind of talking about Sunday is like, man, we all have these feelings that we can't suppress. Like, yeah, it, it, it like they exist in all of us. There's a sinful nature that rises up every day, and we have to do something with that sinful nature. And, and particularly in the context of relationships and marriage, we talked about this idea that you don't have it in you to live two separate lives in marriage. Like, inevitably, one of them is going to be found out. Yeah. You know, um, and so you're going to give into one or the other, um, and it's about making the decision to choose. You know, essentially choose this day whom you will serve, type of thing. Yeah. Um, either that sinful nature or, um, or this new creation that God's God's yeah. making you. And I love that process. Like I've been studying it. It's actually well. On top of that, it's just refinement, and there's no end goal to God refining you. You know, and I think that that's the beauty of it. Like we, in, in life, there's end goals to almost everything, but there's just no end to God. And I think that's incredible. And I've just been studying like the process of refinement in scripture and it's incredible, you know, so. Yeah, definitely. And I have $5 on charity crime for this podcast. Oh, I yeah. I am not going to cry. For the, just for the record. So. Wallet <laughs> I'm you getting in on this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I've so. cried so much today. It's not going to happen <laughs> right now. The tears are gone. Well, you mm. know, <laughs> I've heard that before. Mm. Uh, As have I. Yeah. <laughs> Earlier today. <laughs> so, uh, X. Uh, well. Awkward. No, it's so, <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it's. It's this idea of, you know, as we're, as we're becoming that, but man, so often in, in the Christian journey, like we've, some of us have bought in this idea of perfection, um, have bought in this idea that sanctification is a moment, but not a process. Salvation is instantaneous, Mm -hmm. but sanctification is a process. And we treat people that way though. Yeah. A lot of times as Christians and in churches, you Mm -hmm. know, it's like we've all, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I mean, we've just all heard that a lot of times. I think it's easy to do if you're not intentional. You know, it's not it's not in, it's not malicious, but it is sometimes in even how we will communicate. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, you know, it's it's all yeah makes you question almost like where you even say though you messed up like are you sh-? mm-hmm. it's like you need to be acting better and acting right. And I hate that. It's like, yeah. Well, yeah. here's the thing. It's like we we do like we do that to the people that we have less patience with. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the people we're close to, the people we're friends with, we give them plenty of grace. Mm-hmm. The people that get on our nerves, we give them no grace. You know what I'm That's saying? It's facts, like they, yeah. they got to live up to a different standard than we That's do. That's true. Like we hold them, you know, again. I guess it's good I have pa- little patience with no one. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Just that, that yeah. Playing field is equal, <laughs> which is not everyone else's problem. It's mine. So. Yeah. And that, uh, tremendous amount of growth in Justin over the past week. <laughs> So we love good for you. Good I'm for very you. aware of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm working. Yeah, uh, what is uh, it? Uh, there we go. There we yes. Go. yes. Good we for you, Justin. Celebration is not optional. Yes. I stay in my Enneagram textbook. <laughs> yeah. So, but all that to say is, it's like, yeah, we, we give, you know, we're, we're all guilty, but you know, 
um, people that either are self-aware and don't care or aren't self-aware. They don't pay attention to the fact that it's like, man, you know, it's what I teach in leadership to different cats around here and different ones of our leaders, you know, which is like usually the person that gets on your nerves is triggering something in you that you wish you were, but you don't have it in you to grow into. And relationships will bring that out. All I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So we extend grace to people that we love and we're close to, but the people that get on our nerves are the people that we're not close to. We don't, we don't extend the same grace to them. And it's like, man, or even yourself though. Yeah. For some people, you know, it's like you, you super self-critical or, you know, you'll, yeah, I messed up. God, I'm still working progress. God's still working on me. And then you see someone else mess up and you're like, you know, yeah. They, oh, yeah. you're made, everyone else has to live up to a standard that you don't put on yourself. Yeah. Well, it's the, it's the uh, saying, like, we, we judge other people by their actions, but judge ourselves by our intentions. Intentions, yeah. yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> so, That's true. So, it's, yeah. we it's, Human condition on display. Uh, isn't it? What a sinful, broken heart. That's what we were talking about again yesterday. It's like, man, they were like, if you could just see my heart. And I was like, oh, if I could see your heart, I know exactly what it would say. Yeah. <laughs> you are sinfully wicked. Oh, my God. You know? Yes. Just follow your heart. I was literally going out to dinner with a team lead the other day. And um, they were talking about, you know, this TV show that I'm not going to name. And their, like, slogan is just follow your heart. Just follow your heart. And, like, it aggravates me. All the way me. to hell. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well. It, it aggravates me to the nth degree that, like, and and I guess I, I I guess the aggravation is is that I don't give people the grace. Like I've been in this the, theology, you know, journey for two years now, and I just now I'm coming to the realization that our heart innately is sinful. You know what I mean? So I guess I got to give the rest of the you know country grace too. Yeah, and I think that that that's a that's a big important statement because a lot of people fail to realize that. You know, I try to walk people through this constantly because uh, people will walk into my office or I'll be working with a leader um, and they're like, man, so-and-so just gets on my nerves because of X, Y, and Z. I'm like, you do realize you were that person two years ago, right? Absolutely. Like, you do realize that all the things that they're doing that bug you were the things that were bugging me two years ago, but I walked you through that instead of turning my back on you. Like, mm-hmm. so the grace you got, I suggest be the grace you afford, right? So, um but some people just ain't there yet. No. So. <laughs> no. <laughs> Boy, howdy. So, uh, with that said, we talked about feelings, right? And this idea that uh, what do we do when we feel like we can't fight the feeling, right? Because most of the times we can't. You can't fight the feeling. So, what do you do with the feeling? I can't fight this feeling anymore. <laughs> I just embrace the feeling and I start crying. Started fighting for. Well, the feeling in this (laughs) the feeling in this particular case would be like our sin, right? So it's like we all have something in us. We've all had something that's hidden in our hearts, and we we there are things that we don't mind putting on display in front of the world. Um, You know what? If it's our for some people, like I don't mind letting people see my anger problem. You know, uh, I don't mind letting people see my, you know, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, so whatever sinful thing it is that you deal with, there are some of those things we don't mind being on display for the world to see, but then we all got that thing that we don't want on display for the world to see. Yeah. You know what I mean? The thing that if God uh, were to create a video and put it on IGTV of our thought life for 24 straight hours, we would like delete our Instagram immediately because we were terrified of what people are now oh, seeing that we facts. think on a daily basis. I would sell everything and move to some <laughs> yeah. unknown island. So, yeah. There's, so, that's the feelings that we're more or less talking about. And, um, you know, we kind of jumped in this idea of 
where those feelings came from, which is the fall of man. Like when sin entered the world, that means sin entered into all of our lives. When sin entered into all of our lives, uh, even before we were formed, now we're born into a sinful nature, which means that we are inherently wicked and sinful. Um, and there's, there's no real conversations about that. Um, like that's what, that's what the Bible declares to us. So in that position, what happens? Well, the, it's when we look at the story of Adam, um, and we see that this idea that sin, sin for Adam started, like it was completed in the action, but it started when he shifted his attention, when he stopped looking at God and started looking at the fruit or whatever, like when he shifted his attention, um, so, uh, but you know, it's, you guys are relatively new, you know, when I say new within the past few years of really, um, and, and one would even say the past year and a half or so mm-hmm. to enough, a healthy enough theological understanding to really know what saved even means. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so how are you guys dealing with, uh, with, with that idea of keeping your attention on God when so much in the world seems to want to take it away? Well, that's a, that's a doozy. Um, but I think like your original explanation of the problem is the answer. So you were saying like how sin entered the world was because he shifted his attention. And so I guess in your question, you kind of answered that saying like, well, shift your attention back to God. I think for me personally, um, whenever I, we're in the season of healthiness as an organization on our teams and relationships. I think as soon as you try to become healthy in anything else, your personal unhealthiness becomes highlighted. Mm -hmm. So I think it's first off like recognizing your own individual personal like unhealthiness and trying to, um, you know, resolve that with the Lord. I also know, not just think, I know discipleship is the key. Having someone who is discipling you and discipling others because that creates this layer like this almost sandwich effect of accountability Mm -hmm. you know you have people that are holding you accountable and you're holding other people accountable and that has changed the game for me Mm -hmm. because now i just i don't i don't rely on myself to keep the boundaries in my life i have other people who help me keep those in place yeah dope um, Beat that, boyfriend. Okay. <laughs> you win. You always win. Um, so, so you've learned well. Thank you. I learned from the best. Um, no, so I've been reading or listening to uh, Kill the Spider by um, Ooh. Ooh. Such Carlos, Carlos Whitaker. Bro, when I say I ugly cried on the way here <laughs> listening to that, um, specifically the chapter where he was talking about um, one of his last sessions and um, he was just really like, like he had found his spider, which was like, he didn't know, like he hadn't felt God, like genuinely felt God in what seemed to be years. And uh, he came to the realization that, you know, God was with him all along through his hardships, through the good times, like God was there Bro, let me tell you, when because <laughs> that's something like, that's something that I've, if I'm being transparent, that I've been feeling throughout my entire, um, my faith journey is like, you know, I was raised, I was raised to believe that, you know, you, I should be hearing God, like I should be talking to him and he should be talking back. And, you know, I haven't, like, I, you know, I don't hear like this loud booming voice and the 
the windows don't rattle and whatever. Like, so I had this impression, like, he's not, like, like, my prayers are just going out into this ether and, like, (laughs) just getting lost out there. And whenever he was, like, he was talking about um, the, the person playing God saying, no, I was with you. Like, I was with you through this, that, X, Y, Z. Like, something resonated in me harder than it ever has. Like, in that moment, that was, like, I knew God was talking to me earlier today, like, saying, I'm here. Mm. I was here during your lowest low. I was here during uh, your highest mountain. Um, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> I think whatever you were getting at was great. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. feeling and, that. And in that, that's how God speaks. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. even yeah. there's like books and like, like that's how God uses even authors like that. Yeah. Number one, is Carlos reading the book in the audio? Oh, book? yeah. He is. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's good. It's fantastic. It's, but, oh. but, which I think what you're saying is it's easy how some people, even when you think back to like um, some of the founding fathers, right? Or people that are like deist. Yeah. They believe in the existence of a God, but that he's not interested in us in our individual, like God created everything. God exists. They don't believe in Jesus. They don't believe in a savior like that. But mm-hmm. um, once God created it, he left it to just happen, which is how some people can believe in evolution and God. God created something and then he backed away. He stepped away. He's out of it. And then things have just happened. He's not involved in our day-to-day lives. Of course, now we don't yeah. We don't believe that, obviously. Um, well, I believed that for a really long time until I became saved. Heresy! Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but once you realize that God allows everything to happen, I mean, mm-hmm. that's, you know, sovereignty, you know? We, just, and, we down here playing checkers while God up there playing chess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the only reason there's boards on the che- checkers board is because he made the board and the pieces on the checkers board. And the only yeah. reason that we're able to move them is because he allows yeah. us to. And if we're playing checkers, move. we're the top checker of the king and he's moving the bottom check in and we're just moving with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. <laughs> wow. So there you go. This is getting deep. <laughs> <laughs> but you're, but I, I agree, but you know, yeah, I think, I think that that's the danger is people think God's going to just be this loud voice speaking to you. Yeah. I think he speaks in the quietness and the stillness Absolutely. of life, you know, it's, and those type of things and through other people. Yeah. I think he definitely can speak through like resources, other people, and also like having a personal relationship with him and the Holy spirit, you start to learn his voice. And so sure. when something doesn't sound like that, mm-hmm. you like you obviously know I was talking to my team lead about this too because I was like if I picked up the phone and Eli was on the other end and he was speaking to me he wouldn't even have to say hey it's me I just know his voice because I'm constantly communicating with him it's like with God like you know his voice because you're constantly communicating with him that way when someone else is on the other end of the line it don't sound like God you're like this ain't it and that's where I think it could be discernment I mean look at the levels that God was speaking even in the book Right in that in his example, yeah, God was speaking to the person that he was role playing with, yeah, that Carlos in real life in this session was yeah. role playing with. If you haven't read the book, highly recommend. Best oh, book so I've read. Bruh, I like looked up, years. I looked up the retreat because I was like, man, I got to go to this. It's real. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Five thousand dollar deposit. So yeah, well, that's so you not go? Our budget. <laughs> well, when it's a last resort, you right. know, there's uh things things might change a little bit. You know, right. so it's like for him, you know, he's sure. like he's losing. If you read the book, he's losing his marriage. He's losing his he's family. He's losing. Yeah, he's like. I got to do something, yeah. you know. But, you know, God was speaking to that guy. Or God was speaking to him through that guy. Yeah. yeah. God's speaking to you through the book. Yeah. You know, it's, and it's like, and, it's and how many other people? God be well, doing crazy things sometimes. That man, 
That's wild. That's man. wild. That God is wild. That's God, just, God just out here there's wild. There's some stuff y'all, in that book, y'all. y'all ever read that Bible? That Bible crazy. <laughs> some got stuff some, in that book. some stuff in it. So, yeah. no. But I think the thing, even going back to what you're talking about, Eli, that's, it's, it's hard, especially for some of us that were raised in this because we have this image in our mind of like what it was supposed to look like when God yeah. spoke to us, right? Like the booming voice and all that stuff. But even beyond that, like, all right, so, so like, let's be real. A lot of the people we look to, look to, and I'm not necessarily saying our parents, I'm just saying people in general, the religious crowd. All right. So I'm saying the religious crowd, it's like all of them were like, you just need, you need to know when God's speaking to you. It's like, but if we go back and look at all the times that they said, God said something, how many times did they miss it? So it's like, <laughs> aren't you, how do you know when God's speaking to you? Cause you done said a lot of things that God told you that God obviously didn't tell you. Cause that yeah. wasn't what happened. But it's like, there's a lot of people that are like, you'll know God's voice when he talks. It's like, fam, you don't know God's voice when he talks. <laughs> so, which I have an old Testament approach to prophets anyways. Well, I, tell, tell our listeners about I, that. Oh, I, I believe that mm-hmm. if a, I believe that if someone prophesies in the name of the Lord and they miss it, we should still stone them out behind the building. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. You can do with that what you want to. Um, that's why I, you'll never I believe, hear me saying God said, I unless believe, it's in yeah, his word. <laughs> I, be, I believe that uh, it would change a lot about how people say that mm-hmm. God spoke and well, said. Well, it'd be a yeah. lot less prosperity gospel. And y'all know as well as I do that, you know as well as I do that so many people are looking for extra biblical words. Facts. You know, they're looking for a word from God, like God's given something new that's not already in his word. Yeah, a new new word. A new word. Yeah, I love it when people are like, God's doing a new thing. I'm like, no. God's been constant. He's he's doing. He's not. The same. A new song needs to arise up in our hearts. Yeah. About the thing that he did already, mm-hmm. but the, he, we're not. We don't need to be looking for God to do a new thing. Yeah, it's. Like, but so many times it's like, yes, it's ex, it's it's extra biblical. Yeah, and it's just so, like, come on, yeah, knock, knock so, it out. So then, and then the the flip side of that, even go back to Eli, what you were talking about, it's just the, this idea that um, then when God does speak. You know, oftentimes, oftentimes I think we were trained up in that environment. So that happens. And I think the the flip side of that is um, when we have a bad understanding of who God is mm-hmm. and we have a bad understanding of, of how the Bible works, how God works and how to read it and how to interpret it. Um, our prayers are so jacked up that how God answers them. We can't even like we can't hear God's voice because we're looking in left field and God's at home plate. Like our our <laughs> prayers don't even. They're not, you know, like God give me this, and God's like, not only am I not going to give you that, I have no intention of even making it look like I'm giving you that. I'm giving you this way over here, and we're out here, you know, we're out here in the field, like, man, like I can't even hear God's voice, and He's like, because you're not even remotely close to where I'm trying to bring you. But our approach to God is, for many of us, is is this understanding that we just go to God, He gives us what He wants, which it goes back like to our view of Him, right? So we just have to like like shift that. If they, if God is only answering my prayer, if he answers my prayer, no, yeah. he'll answer the prayer. The answer may be no. Um, <laughs> like I've been, you know, the one asking those types of prayers. So I feel that. Yeah. So that brings us to point number one, right? So this idea of, you know, when you can't stop the feeling, um, you know, and this idea that you can't stop the feeling, but you can change what you're looking at. Right. So it's like you're dealing with sin. Maybe you're praying that God would take something away. Maybe you're not, maybe, maybe it's not sin. Maybe it's confusion and you're dealing like, God, I'm in a season and I don't want to be in, like, I need help. I need you to take this thing away from me. You know, you feel like Paul with the thorn in the flesh and the yeah. stuff like, I don't want to be here. I don't like this. This is uncomfortable. Um, and God's going, well, I'm, 
maybe I'm not going to take that away. And maybe we, maybe God doesn't take something away from us, but maybe even though we can't stop that feeling, stop the presence of that thing that exists, whether it's a sin, whether it's whatever, it doesn't mean we indulge in it. We don't give our heart over to it and our spirit over to it, but we just change what we're looking at. You know, what if we became enamored mentally and spiritually with the goodness of God rather than our requests from God? Like how would that change? How, what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause a lot of prayers are so self-serving too. I mean, let's be real, you know, guilty. I mean, (laughs) even if, even if it's a legitimate need in your life at the end of the day, you know, like it's, it's still centered somewhat on you, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, you know what I mean? And my, my whole problem, I think I've said this before, my whole problem since I've been a Christian is even when things have not been so good, I think I've always had a pretty decent perspective and then like there's people way worse than what I got. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know what I mean? It's 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 hard to pray for, Mm -hmm. for that kind of stuff when it's, it's, you know, that people got it worse. Like, yeah, you know, like I, I got laid off one time, but I was like, man, at the end of the day, like, think I still got the unemployment rolling in. Yeah. Some people yeah. don't have that, you know? So it's like, it's always kind of helped a, a healthy perspective of, yo, it could be worse. Yeah. Like, yeah and yeah. I think those situations just help you realize that, help you realize that our circumstances don't dictate God's goodness. You know what I mean? Like he just, he is good. There's nothing that I, I had to face a lot of uncertainty, a lot of, you know, circumstances that weren't, you know, the best mm-hmm. to, to realize that. Um, and then, you know, that, that just, that creates, you know, your testimony. And now I'm sounding super overly oh, spiritual oh, and kind oh, of well, dumb. Here it comes. Floodgates. <laughs> I'm not crying. Don't look at me. <laughs> okay. well, it's, like okay. the old, it's like the old question we've already, like, how good does God have to be to you for you to be happy? Ooh. You know, and a lot of yeah. times that's what prayers are about is, is happy well, thanks, thanks for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, we'll I'm going to go next cry week. now. So. <laughs> but no, that's you're right, right. man. You're right. Yeah. How good does it have to be for you to be happy? Yeah, I was I was talking to one of our guys uh, recently about that, uh, actually. And, um, you know, we were just talking and, and we were just putting a framework around how bad things are not for us. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I was like, you know, some things just weren't lining up and, and you know, just frustration. I was like, man, it's, it's okay to be frustrated. Like, it's okay to be disappointed, you know? Yeah. I was like, but, you know, uh, in your fear of where the circumstances in your life currently are, it's like God could have you in a hut in South Africa right now, <laughs> you know, and you don't even know, like, how you're going to kill your next meal because your knife just broke. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, in retrospect, you have a house, you have a car, you have a job. Like, let's... let's bring it down a little bit from the, uh, from, from how bad thing, how quote unquote bad things are. Yeah. And it it is funny because you know, we joke a lot, even when we're not obviously on here, but like we joke about (laughs) me, we joke a lot about me, but like yesterday, (laughs) don't we? we? I I got mad yesterday because the lunch I had was $20. What'd you get? Because it wasn't that good. Briefly tell us what you got. That cost. It was a burger at Red Robin. It was, I'm glad it did not go. Burger fries and a soda (laughs) Eighteen dollars. I was not happy. The most the mediocre fries, burger. They, yeah, but still, it put four Ooh, on the plate. That, Call that it in. Sauce, 
<laughs> throw on a plate, you got to ask for more, and it takes forever. It's like the, it's, it's not even like, worth it. Yeah. But here's the flip I'm side. Really sorry, you went through that. At least, like, at least <laughs> I could pay twenty dollars. Right, right. Of course. Yeah, you, know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I, to some people's like, yeah, what a position. Some to people be like, in. you pay twenty dollars, like, you know, like, but it's like at least now I shouldn't. Uh, some people like, never. We're never going flex. back to Red Robin. Some people's <laughs> weekly grocery Robin, budget is twenty dollars. Y'all tripping? Five guys. Okay, done with Red Robin. <laughs> Dude, when I was in college, um, I now have taken a permanent leave of absence from college. Love that. <laughs> so you dropped um, out. That's called drop out. Be quiet. No, God called me to more. You're like Kanye. Um, college anyway. Or less. So, or less. Come on. Uh, <laughs> my weekly grocery budget for my um, groceries was $20. Let's see, ramen, rice three and times beans, a day. baby. I don't know how that works. seven wow, days wow. a week. Yeah, rice no. and beans, beans and rice on a day, Ramsey. And I was, no, but- I was loans, credit cards, and then go, working Ooh, two jobs. Jesus, I know it was terrible. So, so anyhow, I say all that. It's like, it's the flip side. Is like there's things you can complain of about, course. and and you know, and it's something about uh, there's something about perspective which we that. It, I don't know. This podcast, every message, we always end up leaning back to there's like a handful of things that everything goes back to, which is cool. It's, yeah, like, it's per- called the gospel. Perspective. <laughs> but the cross. Even like, even like infinite, like we've been lately about the infinite, infinite game, game and, you know, yeah. the, all these things. But it's like, even in our the life of our church in the last two years, yep, almost three years since I've been a part, you know, it's like we've been through some hard things just in regards to facilities. Yeah. Facts. But man, look what God does, and it's like you know, you know, in the middle of that, that it's okay. Like, there's days where we're frustrated. There's days I about, you know, ready to snap. I son. sent some emails I shouldn't have. I should have worded them a little nicer. <laughs> there were some I typed out whole emails and had to just the Holy go, Spirit will got go you on that delete button, bad boy. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but through all that, you're thinking like, okay, this is still going to work out. And then when the Lord moves and it all works, and then you get that endorphin, whatever, Sovereign the dopamine uh, rush, yeah. rush, it's like, man, it made all that worth it. Yeah. And there's something fun about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's you know? true. Then you're sitting there like, man, God, I know you had it. The, and it's like, <laughs> it's like, he's like, no, you didn't. Yeah, no. Yeah, I knew you had it. But no, it's like the, those highs, you know they're coming. Yeah. Because yeah. when you're doing things right, when, you fight, when you're following the Lord, um, it just makes it worth it. Well, that's I important. think some people don't know that they're coming. Like well, some people oh, told not, no. me in our last uh, series that they hadn't like viewing life as like this journey, hills and valleys was not a thing to them. No, no, no. I, and so, and it sounds so elementary. Like I think, not. I think I have to get, I have to go back to two years ago, charity and remember that elementary concepts are not elementary. Yeah. They're fundamental. Yeah. Like. No, I, I, I say all that to say that I, most yeah. people don't think that exactly. way. Which it will. I I hate that for them. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's that I love rough. that we're like presenting series that are fundamental. That you oh, know yeah. that people don't don't realize, but are so fundamental to to how they're going to like build their theology, understanding of God, and yeah. relationships. You know, well, and even people that do know that life is full of ups and downs. Uh, you know, you you can know that uh, you can know that life is full of ups and downs, but still re- respond poorly when it happens. Yeah. So the reminder that like yo God's got this, and for every valley there's two mountains. You know. Uh, mountaintops you know it's like for all those things to be real it's like you just have to be reminded so anyways those things are super helpful and then you know i thought about it i didn't say a second ago but like thinking about you know how good it's got to have to be and 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 all these things it's that 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 song that cody karn song will you sing it for us please nothing else nothing else is fire like 
you know, that song, like, I'm not here for blessing and all those, those, the lyrics in that song, that's powerful. No doubt. Like, that's where our, more of our worship style and song should Man, be. Look, exactly I can tell you exactly where I was the first time I heard that song. I was in a red Dodge minivan. What were you wearing? I don't know, but we were what? heading back from Grow. <laughs> What is this? Oh, bro, they played it at, was it Grow or Ark that I heard it for the first time? You I heard think it at I heard Ark. it at Ark for you the first time. You heard it at Ark first. Yeah. And I remember being like, oh yeah, because Chris Hodges was talking about it. And then they did what it. song is that? I remember Googling the lyrics on my phone while they were singing it. I was like, I need to know who this is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I could just see you with squinty eyes and two raised hands. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it was absolutely it was incredible. Yeah. No, I was holding my, back, uh, my tears back in that, in that minivan. Man, I've heard you talk more about crying in the last what thirty-five minutes. That's because he feels secure. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't have to be strong because we're here for him. Yeah. Do you think you have to be strong for me? Well, I think that's a different podcast. So what's the third point? (laughs) (laughs) No, so uh, no, that is good. And and the idea is, we were talking about changing what we're looking at. You know, that's Mm -hmm. what all of us have been talking about for the last few minutes. And said, yeah, when our attention is on God, things are different, and so we have to change what we're looking at. But that's a figuratively and literally, uh, which is what we talked about. on Sunday, you know, and, and we, we kind of, one of the things we kind of hit on, cause I just felt like it was where God kind of wanted us to drill down a little bit is this idea of secret hidden sin, mm. things that we flirt with, you know, pornography, mm-hmm. um, people that we, flirt, you know, for married folks, those, you know, you flirt with a coworker way too often. Um, no, but I love that you brought that up because, you know, pornography is something like very obvious, very apparent and yeah. very like personal like you have this personal grief almost especially Mm -hmm. whenever you're having a relationship with the lord and doing that but flirting sometimes gets the offhand it's like oh i'm just being overly friendly and like you know what i mean yeah because they're equal yeah we justify that in our mind you know it's like well i haven't haven't done anything Mm -hmm. you know and it's like well the thing is is like it's it's what we get into you know when we say that like this idea that you know the second point is you can't stop the feeling but you must destroy what will destroy you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you haven't slept with her yet. You know, you're married to this woman, but you're flirting with this girl. Where it's like, yeah, you haven't done anything yeah. yet. Like, where's the line? Because every time you entertain that thought, the line moves back further and yeah, further. Yeah, you're just dancing with the line yeah. until it... And, and, you know, it's what we teach in Pipeline, this idea of uh, of margin. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, we don't, we don't come up against the edge of what we're allowed to do. We create margin between what we're allowed to do and what would cause us to be destroyed. Yeah. And we, we live in, we live in this space way over here. Like I'm not and, flirting with that line. And people trust themselves way too much. Way too much. Like yeah. you, you don't, you are not strong it. enough. You don't, don't do women, men doesn't matter. It doesn't you, matter. And, and, it, and it's, so I think a lot of people fool themselves. Now nah, I'm not married, never have been, but I'm an observer, you know, <laughs> right. but I think a lot of people think that I, you know, I love my husband. I would never cheat. I don't think most people who end up cheating intended on cheating. Right. Mm-hmm. Most it's, of them said the Jason same thing. Jason Momoa rolls up in your office and <laughs> starts but, talking to you. But yeah. don't, they trust themselves too much. You know, don't work yeah. late and y'all are only two left in the office. Don't, well, and uh, here, you know, don't yeah, do and, that kind of stuff. And here's the thing too. I think we see this a lot and, and we'll deal with it more in the weeks to come, but it's also like, yeah, you feel that way now. Because everything is good between you and your husband exactly. right now. But what about when it's not? And don't 
talk about your problems with your spouse with a quote unquote friend or acquaintance or of the same sex. Of the opposite sex. Sorry. I was like, wait wait a minute. Don't do it. You don't do it. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. No. uh, You know, me and Ashley have a thing where it's like the rest of the world doesn't need to know our problems. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we live, like those are our problems. Mm -hmm. And she has two people that she's allowed to talk to about me. Um, One of them is my sister. So that, you know, ain't sweating that super hard. (laughs) You know, Cindy. So (laughs) she knew all my, all the craziness about me long before me and Ashley got married. Uh, And then another one is, is one of her friends. Um, And, but they're both females. Right. Um, And, and same for me. Like I have a couple guys that I talk to if me and Ashley are going through stuff, but I'm never bringing another female into that conversation. That's never happened. Like uh, as far as every other female is concerned, my wife is my queen and uh, that will never change. We love you, Ashley. Yeah. Sh- yeah. Shout out to my wife, but all the things like that'll never change because I don't ever want them to get the impression that, that I at some point may be available. Like, or my mind is in a place where I would entertain. Like, no, we're not, we're yeah. not doing that. It's, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, especially <laughs> if the other person doesn't have quite the walk you have. No doubt. And some people, some people like to play that role. Some people ain't got no compass. Well, some some people get an ego stroke off the ability to pull you from something. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Wild. It it strokes the old ego. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. No, no, no. You're right, though. You're right, though. Yeah. And when we're talking about margins, like, how how do we create those? And I think it is with through accountability and discipleship. And I was just talking to someone about this the other day. Like, don't disciple someone of the opposite sex. Like, I mean, maybe, you know, pastors or people in staff, in ministry full time, they're comfortable to do that. But whenever this is something that you're, yeah, yeah. but whenever this is something that you're easing into, like, don't let the problem, don't let your solution to the problem become the problem. Yeah. Like, don't let introducing discipleship now become the problem because now you're opening up to someone of the opposite sex and then you're just back in the same, you know what I mean? Because we see that in the church world. Yeah. We, We see pastors that have fallen and youth pastors and the whole, the whole deal. I mean, you, you've seen that, you know? Um, yeah. You know, no, no doubt. And that's what we talked about on Sunday. You know, we talked about that, like we, we, the Steve Irwin analogy, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, yeah, this is the most poisonous snake in the world. <laughs> And I'm touching it. It's like, what? I was really proud of your Australian accent. I've worked on that quite a yeah. bit. I know a lot of Australian worship leaders, so. Ah, good day, mate. Hillsong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hillsong, Planet Shakers, all of them. All was them. that good? Yeah. That was solid. Was it solid? No. So, yeah, but, but Hello. We're, we're talking about. <laughs> Hello, Governor. Hello. That's <laughs> so You start tapping into the British world on that. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so we were talking about Steve Irwin and this idea that he's like, yo, like, this is the most poisonous snake in the world, and I'm touching it, you know? And it's like, you know, that thing could kill you, right? But he just, you know, like, he. And, he paid his and, price. And he's dead. Stop. You know? so, hey, am I wrong? No, no, no. The goat. I don't, I don't, no, you can't do He's that. Go, you swim with stingrays, you got stung. I don't know what to tell when you. When you get barbed in the chest by a stingray, when you're swimming with them, it's a risk you take. <laughs> Occupational Legacy hazard. Legacy lives Play on with his fire. <laughs> you get Occupational burned. hazard. All I'm saying is he was a great man. His oh, legacy yeah, no lives doubt. on in his children. No, R.I.P. Steve, Steve yeah, yeah. was the goat. He was, was the goat. Yeah. Great men shouldn't be playing with poisonous stuff when they got wife and kids at home. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, that, that, should, that should be a, like, a great quote. Yeah. Love Anyways, that. Moved, what I was today. saying was. A couple doozies. What I was saying was is that, that you know, we see him and he's constantly toying with these things that can kill him. That's exactly what many of us look like in our 
in life. Ooh, say you that. Know? So it's like, it? it's like, I know we got this pornography and it's like, I know that I know this could destroy me, but I'm going to keep touching it. You know, I know uh, that this girl that I'm flirting with at work, even though I'm married could destroy my marriage, but I'm going to keep, you know, like I'm going to keep flirting with her, like all those things. So yeah, it's, it's this idea that we keep entertaining things yeah. in our sin, uh, that could, can destroy us. And I'm going to go ahead and say, as long as we are allowing them to be part of our life, it's inevitable that they do destroy us. Yeah. It's not even that they have a possibility to at some point, like Adam and Eve didn't even know what sin was. They didn't know what shame was. Mm-hmm. And they fell in love with the idea of something else more than God. Like yeah. you don't have it in you to not allow that sin to own you. If you give it temporary footing, which is why yeah. you have to kill it. That's why Colossians, you know, Paul goes out of his way and he's not telling us like, Hey, hide this in a cage until convenient times when you're depressed and you want to use this to get out of your hole. Like mm-hmm. That's not what he's saying. He's saying, kill it. Yeah. Put to death the earthly things that are in you so that you can put your eyes on Jesus. Right. Um, and so that was what we talked about. So this idea that, uh, and there's a number of things that do that, but the idea, the truth is you can't stop the feeling, but what, what you end up having to do is replace what you love. Yeah. You have to start loving Jesus. You have mm-hmm. to start, uh, you have to allow your affections to move from here, uh, from whatever it is that you love that is sinful to, to God. And, and one of the things I love about what Matt Chandler says is he says, sometimes we need to put tangible blocks in the way. You know what I mean? Like we need to download a Covenant Eyes app so that we can't look at pornography on our phone. We need yeah. to talk to a coworker that sits close to you and that girl you keep flirting with or mm-hmm. for ladies, that guy you keep flirting with mm-hmm. and say, hey, if you ever see me doing that, like grab me by my shirt collar and pull me away. Like put those things in place. And what happens is slowly but surely your passion for those things dies because you're not feeding it. And as long as you're feeding the right thing, your relationship with the Lord, digging into your Bible, like spending time in prayer, uh, all those things, as long as you're feeding that, it grows. Like mm-hmm. the idea between, like there's two wolves inside of you. Which one? Which you one? Know, you how do feed? I make? How, yeah. how do I make sure the right one lives? It's like starve one and feed the other. Yeah. Um, and for us, it's the same. You know, same thing. One of the th- one of the things that kind of like my pet peeves about uh, some Christians is they think once they're saved it's no longer like they're good they're chilling like being saved is a choice every day you have to choose jesus every day you have to choose the word every day it's not just pray this prayer and you're chilling no you're going to have things that are um a thorn in your side like you're going to have thorns daily and you're always going to have to battle with them but you have to decide whether you love your pornography addiction more than God or whatever that is. You have to choose loving God more than whatever yeah. that is. No, I yeah. love that. Like salvation doesn't take away your humanity. Mm-hmm. And the thing that putting all those practical things in place are, are necessary. Like they're not even just important. I think that they're necessary. Um, but on, even on, on top of that, just try to do everything you can to fall in love with God. And then once you yeah. start, I have, I've had someone I'm discipling recently and I was like, just, just start reading. Like at first it's going to be a struggle, but just start reading the word. And now she's, she's obsessed with it yeah. and like what better obsession book, and addiction stuff, to y'all. have than to god's 
word. Right, right, And it right. literally, like, I've been falling in love with this old song called Behold or Then Sings My Soul. Oh. I mean, that's been around for a while. It's so, so, so good. On the on the live album, at can the you, end. Can you give us a little of it? Absolutely not. <laughs> at the end of that live album is actually a snippet from the Australian pastor who's talking about what behold means, like, biblically. Yeah. And it means to stand in awe. Like, to stand, mm. and this might be where the tears come. It means to stand in awe of him. And, like, r- when do we do that? Yeah. Yeah. No, seriously. That was some self-reflection for me. Like, yeah, I'll put the parameters in place. I'll put the practical things in place. But now's the time where what am I going to do with that that space that now once my sin was involved in? Now I need to behold him. Like, whatever that looks like in your life, just behold him. Because, like, what greater thing to behold? What greater thing to stand in awe of? Absolutely. And that's something I've been trying to work on in my personal life is just giving God the glory for everything. Like, we were talking about this last night in Pipeline, like... Ever since we have been going through this explicit gospel uh, study, fire, um, (laughs) like I've just been trying to be more intentional with like praising God through everything. Like even through like I, I thank God for my struggle because without my struggle, I wouldn't be where I am today. There is glory in everything. And, um, you know, like I just. You know, I feel joy whenever it's cliche, but whenever I wake up, like he gave me another day to do something great. I feel joy whenever I like I'm just driving specifically over the Bay Bridge coming into Pensacola Mm -hmm. at at sunrise. Gorgeous. Like that's (laughs) where he said it like some Tozer raviolis just came out of the fryer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, like it's just like. I think people should practice being intentional, at least find one thing every day to just like thank God for, whether it's the breath in your lungs, whether if it's a tree that you thought looked really cool, like find something, be like, God, you place this before me for me to behold, for me to gaze yeah. upon, like, thank you. And gratitude is, is contagious. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. It's an, an incredible place to just rest in. Yeah. No, it, it's true. And that's the thing is like, we just have to, we, we, we have to fall uh, more and more in, in love with, uh, mm-hmm. with God. And, and a lot of times, you know, I, I create the equation of a relationship, you know, both of you have been in relationships or you're in a relationship and right we're now. And we're in one. Hi. Uh, Justin, yeah. like we've all, like all of us have been in a relationship before, right? Um, all of us have had to choose to move on from somebody to someone else and choose that daily we've all had to we've all had to choose that and the reality is it's like well how do i fall in love with a new person when i loved this other person Mm -hmm. so much right and the and the answer is like spend time with them spend time with them like Mm -hmm. talk with them go on dates with them learn their voice learn who they are (laughs) (laughs) what put no i'm just i'm not gonna say what i was gonna say but yeah all all that to say is like and that's what it looks like to fall in love with jesus i know a lot of people are like yeah i know i've heard that my whole life like fall in love with jesus but how do how do i do that and the answer really is simple the the process isn't always easy but the answer is simple yeah which is to genuinely spend time with them like to start like start talking to them and yeah maybe mad awkward in the beginning like start reading the word. Like, where do I start? Well, um, I think there's a number of places you can start. Justin, where do you like to recommend people start? I know I have my stuff, but where do you like new believers? Yeah. Uh, John. Okay. As so far as that, the gospels. So you like to take them into the gospels, right? Oh, I love away. that. Yeah. 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 yeah okay. I, I like the, I, as far as from uh, for the Bible, yes, yeah, yeah. is is um, the book of John. That's first. a good place to start. Yeah, and then yeah, I, the I, gospels are healthy, and then and then I'll tell them back up, and then do Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Yeah, and, yeah. Then, mm-hmm. and then do John again, yeah. and then kind of work your way from there. Um, I think John kind of shows a picture of 
a good picture of, of how, you know, all the gospels show Jesus kind of differently. Yeah. Um, uh, so I think John's good. And then there are, there are some good books too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think you, sh- we should discount, uh, there's nothing replaces the, script, the scriptures of course. in the Bible, obviously, but there are some things that can, that can help, um, supplement. I don't even want to use that word because it feels kind of Mormony. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like, but sometimes, Understood. sometimes God has given the, the, people the gift to to put into you know the thoughts that maybe in, in your head you know yep. uh, i yep. really yep. love the the book jesus is by judah smith uh, mm-hmm. for new believers jesus the king yeah, jesus the king is G- oh, fire my God. Red- is that for new believers the explicit jesus the king is for everyone <laughs> the, the explicit gospel it, it, radical it, it, by it, platt yeah, there's Boy, a radical. Way. You better, you better, you better have. Radical your, made me want to sell everything on you, like you eBay. Better, you better be careful. New believer, radical is uh, quite a step for someone that's yeah, been saved for a pro- week. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But, um, but yeah, but yeah th- 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 those are good, a good place to start. I so when I actually became saved, not five years ago like I thought, but two years ago when I moved huh. here, because um, <laughs> salvation is, uh, you know, a thing. But I. In every Boy, book, howdy. in every book I ever read in my life, I'm really weird. I like to read the last chapter because I want to know how the book's going to end. Because I like you read the last chapter first. Yes, because I have you know like I, I have a control thing. I like to know what's going to happen. Facts. All of that. That's Be an quiet. unhealthy type eight <laughs> stuff right there. I know, but hear me out. So when I started reading the Bible, I was like, I'm gonna start with Revelation because oh, you that's, know that's not that's it. And not- I cried. I was like, what? <laughs> We're all, we're all damned. Like, we're all damned. What doomed. am I reading? Yeah. And you broke yourself. Yeah. Then I found Paul and I fell in love with all of Paul's writings because they were so humble and they were so genuine. And like, they really spoke to like how God, God has to kind of like, you know, crush you and then build you back up in the image he made. No doubt. And that's what Paul's writings did for me. And so, I, I mean, I sat in Paul's writing for like a good year um, until I moved anywhere else. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm the same way. Obviously we hit him. I'd send him to the gospels. Uh, I, I like to send him into Romans. I can't Romans get out of super Romans. Helpful. Dude, Roman, there's some stuff in Don't Romans. Get stuck bro. in Romans. <laughs> Romans is so good. It is yeah. so good. Uh, so but I, some of that, that's why I send people to John and first though. I yeah, mean, it could be deep. Oh, well, it's hard. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of talk about the gospels and Jesus and all right. that. And you need to have a picture of who he is. Yeah. Yeah, okay. no doubt. That was that was I good. Mean, yeah, but, you know, I, true. I mean, it's just very simple. Yeah, simple. Usually, but I agree. I mean, usually if Ro- I'm wor- Romans needs to be top of the list somewhere. Yeah, usually when I'm, a lot of times with new believers, like I'm walking them through. Yeah. So it's like I'm work. We're working through Romans, not so much like, hey, just like check. What this was out. that? What was that scripture? You remember in your office, you read me that. What was that? That it was Romans chapter, nine. No, it's chapter five. Mm. Romans five. Roman, all of Romans five. Dude. Read Romans five today. You know who you are that needs to hear this. Just read <laughs> Romans it. Romans five today. Yeah. Mm. While wow, we were still sinners. Mm. Mm. Oh, while wow, we were still sinners, y'all. I, I like. I like. Uh, I, well, I was going to say it, but then I was like, if I, my mind's going to go blank, I won't be able to quote the whole thing. Uh, but First John chapter three, not oh. First John chapter. Three. First John chapter three. <laughs> yeah. It's like. The business, yeah. Read that one too. Well, yeah, that's some cherry. stuff, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> it does. So yeah, we we. Uh, that's why they're all good. It's hard to pick one because they all have their place. So it's just like just read them all and slowly do it. Spend yeah, time. it's all, it's not a story you got to get through yeah, like a book. Exactly. And sit in it. Like let like. Yeah. That's where the relationship happens. Like I don't just like text 
Eli and be like, all right, talk to him today. No, I'll pick up the phone and I'll just talk and I'll listen. That's you know what I mean? Answer. Like Eli you, said you do less listening than talking. But I, Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but yeah, I think with scripture, like a lot of times I like to just check off that box. Like, okay, I read my daily Devo. I'm done. Yep. Yep. But it's like, that's like sending a text to my boyfriend. Why don't I pick up the phone and call him? Like spend some time with, I'm you busy. know. Okay. Well, no, you're right. You know I what feel I mean? what you're saying. I'm just yeah, 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 yeah. What I'm I feel what you're saying. No, you're you're right, and the, and that's yeah. what that's how you grow. About, we talked about it in pipeline. Now, daily Devo's good. Yeah, we talk. Well, we talked about it in pipeline for both years, which is like yeah. You know, if if you're just like hitting that daily Devo, so you're killing the Bible in a year, but you're not sitting in any sort of text long enough to to pull it apart. You know, it's like, man, some of this stuff is so rich, um, and and it needs to do. The Bible does surgery on our hearts. And that's what I was going to say. It's like, man, the Bible is alive. Like it is, it's the yeah. living word of God that penetrates our hearts and renews our minds. So when we're scanning through it and we're not letting it have weight for us, when we have to, uh, then it's not, it's not getting its full effect. We really have to let the Bible do its work in us. So, yeah. Yeah. I concur. So anyways, Ditto. Justin, Yes. Tell them where they can find more about the church room. You can find us online, transformationchurch.com and Instagram and Facebook. Or mytc.life. My yeah. On you smartphones. Can, you could do that. You could do that. Uh, on smartphones. On smartphones. <laughs> uh, thank Eli. you, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> Eli, thank you for being with us. Uh, Appreciate having you. Always a pleasure. Yep. Charity. My pleasure. First podcast done. It was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed of, it. It's good times. So, uh, hey, listen, we appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll catch you next week uh, for another week, another sermon, another follow-up podcast. Later. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast. It would mean so much to us if you would subscribe, like, and review on iTunes. You get double points if you show us love by sharing it with your friends. Don't forget, you can follow Pastor Justin and Pastor Brad on Instagram and Twitter at Justin Oswald underscore and at Brad Livingston underscore. You can tweet them your questions and comments or email them to us at followup at transformationchurch.com. For more info on Transformation Church, visit us online at transformationchurch.com and on Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola. We'll be here next week where we will help create context and drive conversation to learn more of what God has for us.